All right, everybody, just a quick one today. Got a few highlights, got some news sources. Let's get on with the show. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right, everybody, here we go. <sighs> what an exciting week. Well, apparently this week, January 30th, actually, a woman in London, Derry, Pennsylvania, at the Love's Truck Stop, got in an argument over a parking space. So she grabbed her pistol and started unloading. Apparently, she unloaded eight rounds at the guy. Now, it doesn't say whether she hit him or not. All it says is that she was the truck driver and he got mad at the way she was parked. Well, considering it was a love's truck stop, I suspect that she probably was parked on the fuel island taking that 30-minute break, like they all like to do, especially when you're in a hurry and you're trying to get home. Now, myself, I'm a doubles driver. I gotta admit, when someone's parked on the fuel island like that, I'm not a big fan of it, because if I'm pulled up behind them, I can't back up. Well, I can a little bit, but if I get folks on either side of me, I'm stuck. And then usually when I go up there, it's some Russian guy wearing Adidas and flip-flops and starts cursing in Russian, and it just doesn't work out for me. I'm gonna have to learn Russian, I guess, if I want to respond to these guys. So... That's the exciting news on that front. Does it make any sense? Nah, I don't get it. I don't think any parking space or any argument over a parking space is worth pulling out a gun and start shooting people. That just don't make no sense. All right, here's another good tip. On Interstate 69 over there in Indiana, apparently this weekend, they're working on uh, the roads. Apparently between mile marker 220 and 234 on the 69 north of Indianapolis, the roads have gotten so bad that the cops are constantly getting calls because people are getting flat tires from the potholes, and they say it's nearly impassable. So they've lowered the speed limit to 45 miles an hour, and they're working on the potholes. So hopefully that'll get done this week. And today is the 9th of February, so they should be done by the... You know, by Monday morning, hopefully, by the 11th. One can only hope. All I know is, that's just a little too much for me. And stranger and stranger, it just keeps getting stranger, doesn't it? Welcome to the world of driving. The guy in Pennsylvania, or sorry, New Jersey. A man in New Jersey is in the hospital. Because rather than walk around the truck at a fuel island, he decided to walk underneath it, and the driver pulled forward. When the guy pulled forward, the driver, the man that walked underneath it, got caught and fell. I guess he must have fell. 
and then he got run over by the rear wheels. Apparently, he's in critical condition at the hospital. The driver didn't even know it happened. So how's that? Driver didn't even know that it happened. You know, <laughs> they chased him down, and I guess they brought him back, but, you know, what's he going to do? You know, it's not like he knew the guy was there. How's he going to see him? Apparently, the driver was from Michigan. This happened in New Jersey. Let's see where it did happen in. 60 miles away, away in Philadelphia. Oh, no, the driver was 60 miles away by the time they got him. So go figure that one. <sighs> the strange things people do. Tell you what, never walk underneath a truck when it's parked like that. Or if they're too close, like a guy's pulled forward on the fuel island, they're a little too close to each other. Never walk between them. Especially if it's a, you know, because you don't know, it might be a new guy and he might, you know, if you're at the fuel island or something and you walk between uh, the two tractors, you know, the guy might not know how to drive. He might slide back a couple feet and you're going to crush. You know, I've, I've seen it almost happen. Luckily, I've never seen it happen. So that's something I would try to avoid. Just, you know, more crazy nonsense at a truck stop. Let's see, what else we got here? Oh, looks like Mr. Peter Lester. On December 8th at the Coca-Cola plant in Jacksonville, Florida, the driver got in his bunk and was taking a nap waiting for a load, and a truck caught on fire. Well... Mr. Peter Lester went and got the driver out, called 911, and saved the man's life. And I guess as soon as he got the guy out of the truck, the rig exploded, consuming the entire cab. I don't know. That's pretty ballsy. I'm looking at Peter Lester's photo, and you know what? He's kind of an older fellow, so good for him. And it looks like the two drivers, they exchange numbers, and they're going to stay in touch. Well, I imagine a man pulls you out of a burning truck. You might want to be beholden to him. I'm looking at the photo right now of the truck. Ain't much left of it. Not much left of it at all. Oh, my goodness. Crazy. So, that's exciting news. What else do we got here? Oh, oh yeah. A more personal note for myself. Yes. I actually had a, a, something crazy happen. I had to put something behind me. I went and got my colonoscopy. Hit that big grand 5-0. Well, I hit the 5-0 a couple of years ago, but I got to tell you, it wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. The prep they give you to clean you out is probably the worst part. Oh, that stuff tastes terrible. And uh, not being able to get away from the restroom for more than five minutes was miserable. But the actual experience itself, well, not so bad. They found what they call three polyps. So I guess they'll test them in a week and we'll find out if I'm going to live or not. I guess three isn't too bad for my age. I've heard of people a little lot more. Considering I've never had the procedure before, eh, not so bad. Do I recommend doing it? No, I, I just... It's not an experience I want to repeat anytime soon. But truth be told, drivers, you know, we're out there. We're not eating the best food. We're not living the best of lifestyle. You know, it doesn't hurt to go get these things checked out. You know, it's certainly something, you know, we, we need to keep on track of. Uh, 
whether we like it or not. And better to find out these things before they become big problems than wait until they are a huge problem. You know, it's it's just crazy. All right, here's what we're going to do. I'll see if I can post this to the show notes. Oh, my goodness. This is just crazy. So, I'm looking at the parking idling regulations. Yeah, we're switching topics here. <sighs> I'm trying not to be too loud. I'm in the house. I'm off all this week. I didn't feel like taking... I had to take some time off because of this colonoscopy thing. So, anyway, here's the idling regulations. Two, you know, I'm reading this off CD, CDL Life. They get a great... They do a great job here. Anyway, two of the most eyebrow-raising new idling regulations include Madison, Wisconsin. Five-minute idling limit with limited exemptions, one of which is if the temperature is less than 20 degrees or more than 90, fines for violations can range from 25 to 200. In Sandy City, Utah, one-minute idling limit with limited exemptions. Violators will be given up to three warnings. Before a citation not exceeding $750 can be issued. Oh, my God. You know, what's that all about? You know, you know, I, I don't know. I'm going to try to put the, the idling little regular. Yeah, I'm not going to go through them all because there's just tons of them. You know. California, I'll give you a couple. California, five minutes with fines of three hundred to ten thousand dollars. Exceptions are traffic conditions, controls, queuing beyond hundred feet of residential. I don't know what that means. Adverse weather conditions or mechanical difficulties, vehicle inspections, service or repair, power takeoff involving cargo or work functions, prevent safety or health emergency, emergency vehicles, certified clean idle labels. So three to three hundred to ten thousand, you better have one of those exemptions. Veil, no exemptions. Twenty minutes with fines up to a thousand dollars. No idling if left unattended when in Lionshead or commercial core, except for refrigerated vehicles. Damn. Veil. Twenty minutes. thousand dollar fine i wonder how that you know i wonder how that uh you know if they really got pushy about it if they could hit you while you're trying to chain up because if you're in the chain up area and you, you know you're back there and you're having some issues with chains or whatever and the chain laws up i wonder if they can come along and nail you for that you know that just i don't know that just seems silly to me i don't get that one at all I just I just can't even imagine that. You know, the the, the idea of, you know, the, it's like, especially sleeper trucks. Sleeper trucks, you know, one guy's got to sleep. One guy's got to stay awake. How can, how can you stay awake? If you, if you can sleep, you know, if, you, if you're out there and it's cooking away. You know, how could you sleep? That doesn't make any sense. I just don't get it. You know what? I'm never going to get it. You know? It's 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 just something I'm not going to get. You know? I don't know. I just don't get it. 
anyway, that's what's going on there. So if you want to check that out, go to truckingresearch.org. Like I said, I'll try to put it in the show notes. Let's see. See if we can pull it up. I'm home. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, I'll be able to put this in the show notes. So, oh, my God, I'm looking at this, and it's just... It's just insane. Oh, Cal uh, City of Sacramento. Five minutes prohibits refrigeration unit operation within hundred feet of residential or school unless loading or unloading. Fines not less than a hundred dollars, nor more than twenty five thousand dollars per violation. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> it's just simply crazy. If that isn't a money grab, you know what? I just don't know what is. I just don't know what it is. Anyway. Oh, I just don't get it. Okay. I got some jobs reports. You ready for this? McMurdo. McMurdo is hiring electricians, hairstylists, waiters, waitresses, and room attendants. That's right. McMurdo, Antarctic Station. Google McMurdo Jobs. Go to McMurdo if you get the job. Let me know. I'd love to hear what you have to say. I'd go myself, but, well, I got a job and I can't leave. But the idea of going to the Antarctic and staying up there for six months is very appealing. I know quite a few people I'd love to send up there. I think that would be pretty fun. If I was younger, I would definitely go. No doubt in my mind. There's no doubt in my mind about that. Also... The Wienermobile. I'll see if I can find a link to that. The Wienermobile is now hiring. You know, usually they used to give the job to interns, college students for scholarships. This year, I guess they're looking for marketing specialists or whatever. So if you want to drive the Wienermobile during the summer, it's not a permanent thing. It's just during the summer. Come apply. If you get the job, let me know how it works out for you. I'd love to hear about it. It looks like a trippy thing to drive. I've seen it hauling ass down a road, doing about 70 past me. I don't know. I'd love to see the inside of that thing. It sounds quite fascinating. I'd love to just drive it once, just to check it out. Hopefully this week. There's plans for this week. Since I'm off, and it's, it's something I've been looking forward to for a long time. Not the colonoscopy part, but the being off. I'm hoping, since I live in Milwaukee, we just got that new trolley, I'm hoping to get downtown and get a ride on the hop. If it's interesting, since it's transportation, I'll let you know how it works out. That looks really nice. Whether it's a good deal for Milwaukee or not, I have no idea. I have no idea at all. But I think it'll be fun anyway. It's still cold, so drivers be careful out there. A truck breaks down, you can, it's a life-threatening situation, so make sure you got some blankets or sleeping bag you can crawl into if you're an over-the-road driver. And You know, your wife gives you those you know, the blankets that she stole off the kid's bed because she doesn't want them anymore. No, tell her you need more than that. You need, you know, you need something solid. Have some good winter gear. Have some gear that's reflective, too, something that's bright. Maybe one of those yellow jackets or an orange, at least an orange Carhartt hat. Something people can see. Also, this time of year, if you got to chain up, I should do a chain up video. You know, if I get South Paul on here and he does really good with the chaining, I'll videotape that and put it up. Because he does it in such a way that 
it really makes a lot of sense and it's you know it's easy and it's fast and you know he just does a great job we might have to do it at the terminal though probably grab a dolly and do it that way the uh you know the the real world conditions with a truck underneath there you know that's not going to be realistic to do but we can do it with a dolly and give you a general idea what you know what he does because i've seen him chain up he does a great job he's smooth he's efficient doesn't get hurt you got to be careful because keep in mind, you know, it's going to be snowy, icy, slick out. you got to be really careful. And it's hard to work when it gets cold. It's just hard to work when it gets that cold. So just be careful of that. You know, it's just something to think about. So, I don't know. Let's see what else we got planned this week. Recording-wise. Well, the hop, of course, I mentioned that. Maybe a few, I don't know. Maybe a few places to eat or something now that I can eat. Going two, two and a half days without eating for the colonoscopy was kind of rough. I didn't like that at all. Chicken broth. Ugh. That's all I could eat for two days was chicken broth. What the hell is that all about? That's just cruel and unusual. I got to tell you, that was not, that was not fun. You know. Anyway, that's, I guess that's pretty much all I got right now. I get back to work. I got some plans for some stuff. This bit will be over pretty soon. Probably April, I think, something like that. Then we go into summer bit. I'll be taking more time off. I'll take three, four days off a week. Right now we're up to like 32, 33,000 miles on the, on the polar steps, something like that, just on this bid. So it's I think it's like 83,000 something. I'd have to look. It's whatever the last time I posted was because I haven't looked yet. So if you have any questions, you know, want any comments, call me at 414-666-1926. It's a Google voicemail. Just leave a message or message me at kingfishcafe at gmail.com. I'll put that in the show notes. Now, anybody who posts me or writes me on, uh, you know, leaves me a voicemail, unless it isn't, you know, if, unless it's really stupid, I'll put it up on afterwards. We'll have a little segment. Maybe we'll put it up afterwards. So far, nobody's called up. But I'm sure we'll get somebody. You know, when you do this kind of job, it's really hard to, you know, it's really hard to, you know, to contact with people because you're always on the go. And I'm definitely going to put the idling regulations in the show notes. So I think that's definitely worth looking at. So if you get a chance, take a look at that. All right, I'm going to get going. We've gone on here for about 20-something minutes, which is more than enough. I'm going to go take a nap. I'm going to go out for pizza tonight. It's cold. It's very cold outside. Be careful. All right. I hope you guys have a great day.